one of the conversations that we've had is how can we maximize the number of invite weeks that we do have? Mm -hmm. So can you be intentional with your club cycle planning? So again, depending on your role and your situation, if you lead one club, you know, look at your school's calendar. There you go. And say, okay, when's fall break? How long of Thanksgiving break do we have? Take your school calendar, maximize the number of invite weeks that you can have. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome to the First Party Podcast. I'm glad you're here. As always, Steve. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the show. Yeah, glad to be here. What you got going on today? Mm, excited for another podcast. This is going to be a good... Well, I don't want to give it away. This is going to be a good one. You're not going to give it away. You don't even know what we're talking about. I totally do. <laughs> I haven't filled you in yet. I've prepared for hours. <laughs> we're going to talk about the spring meetings. Since all the spring meetings are officially done, we're through the evaluation and walking through that process. How many did you go to? I went to three of the four of them. Whew. Yes. So you I, didn't go to Tampa? I did not go to Tampa. I mm. went was I was with you and Larry in Decatur, Alabama. I was up in St. Louis, Missouri with Sean. Which may have been the best one, by the way. So that was most definitely the best one. Mm -hmm. We spent some time in a sports card collectible shop. Ooh. Had some toy stuff in the back with like He-Man and Star Wars, original boxes, all that kind of stuff. It was You had me at sports card collectible stuff. Bellevue, Illinois. Ooh, I know where that is. He had an autographed Michael Jordan jersey on his wall for 8500 bucks. That seems affordable. Can either buy a car for my daughter to go to college in or a Michael Jordan autographed jersey. Or both, you have lots of equity in your house right now. Lots. I like where you're going. I know, I, me too. Should I talk to my wife about this or Yes, no? because it's your house <laughs> and your equity. Oh, <laughs> uh, I just got permission, I thought. Yes, but you did. whatever, yeah. whatever, we'll keep going. And then yes, Mark went to Tampa, back on track, uh, and talked, had an amazing uh, time in Tampa, J.D. Simpson, Shane Kenny. I've started listing names. I'm not going to get all the way to the bottom. Amber obviously hosted. Sandy was up there. Awesome. It was a really good time. I've heard. It's like a I'm national conference it. mini is what it is. It is. It is. Uh, but then we also had a really good time up at the lake house. That one was big. It the was picture awesome. The you sent was huge. Yeah, check out the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, FP of America. You'll see the pictures of these four spring meetings. Yeah, we had a great time. We had the new boys from Tennessee One at Bean Station. I know those guys. Along with uh, Emery and his boys, and Bargo and his boys, and Steve Dismuke, and... Um, Dismuke made it too? Dismuke made it too. Shout out yeah, to him. Yeah, Mike Roberts graciously hosting us at Brian's Lake House, and it was a tremendous time. Mm. Yes. I'm sad I missed that one. I couldn't make it, but I was hoping to. So let's start out. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's the uh, takeaway you came out of the Decatur Spring Meeting with? I know I didn't prep you for this. I know no. you spent hours prepping yeah. yep. <laughs> for this conversation, yep. but what did you come out of the Decatur Spring Meeting with? You and Kevin came down, um, spent the night down there, played some top golf, but those conversations, I, I thought they were excellent. I did too. So number one, obviously, always for me is relationship, just because we don't get much time together, mm -hmm. region to region, charter yep. to charter. Yep. So just the idea of hearing their stories, um, digging in with the new guy from Birmingham, Yep. That was neat. Yep. Um, here in Huntsville, tell their stories about all that's going on. Obviously, Decatur as our training center nationally yep. is doing an incredible job. So yep. it was just really about being uh, moved by the other organization's stories, right? Yeah. The other individual stories about this yep. is why we do what we do. I, 
I know why I wake up every day, but I, like everybody else, I probably quit four or five times a year, right? Because this yep. is hard work. It's not easy work. Mm-hmm. And so the idea of just hearing their stories and being moved by that was pretty cool. I um, agree. And then, you know, we, we dig into what you're going to talk about today, which is really just assessing where we've been and where we're going, mm-hmm. uh, which is not only helpful, it's uh, needed, Yeah, uh, was certainly a good part of the conversation. I know that in Decatur, our conversation rotated a lot because of the assessments. Yeah. It caused us to really get off the paperwork because we did the paperwork. Yeah. Uh, people weren't filling it out. It was already filled out. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's my takeaway. Well, and, and I'll, I'll share a little bit about this last one because as we're recording this, it was just Monday. So um, fresh off of the Bean Station conversation, um, it was really good to evaluate the club's uh, Haley's conversation and his comment uh, was, was interesting because he talked to the, about the epic. We did some epic, multiple epics this year, um, different cycles. One of them was very conversational based. They played to that um, Bible Project video. Yeah. I, I misplaced that word for a moment. They yeah. played the Bible Project video and then they asked questions and they had a conversation. He said it was phenomenal. So there's two things that happened. One, he had more students willing to lead because I'll play a video and ask some questions. If I don't have to make, it's a different to make a presentation than it is to do what they were doing in that epic video, in that epic cycle. Yeah. So he had more students who were willing to lead, but then he also had less people checking a box to indicate, because there wasn't a presentation, there wasn't a, a necessarily an altar call there was not per an se. Ask. There was not there was an ask, ask to yeah. say, hey, would you like to begin a relationship with Jesus? Um, so the group gelled, the group bonded, they still invited people, but he said, I saw more students come to know Jesus and get plugged into the church outside of the club than I did inside of the club um, because it was conversation and relationship, like That's you good. talked about with that. So really asking myself that question, we're still going to make presentations because we do need to do that. He, he said that that is true because students still do, like the numbers are tremendous. It was like a couple hundred kids usually come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. And now it was like 25 mm-hmm. that, you know, got plugged into a church. One of the things he said is you still see 25 kids get plugged into the church when the presentation is made, you know, so a couple hundred make a decision, 25 still get plugged into the church. So we still feel like the presentation model is better, but how can we have more conversations yeah. in the midst of that? How can we build those relationships when there's a 20-minute club once a week? Well, you know? it's, and so it's, it's very much a good wrestling match. It's very much the going to where they are model, yeah. Yeah. right? And the reality mm-hmm. that it's that next step of not just going to the campus, but also meeting them with the kind of learners they are. Yep. And they are a different learner, this current generation, than many yeah. before them, right? Exactly. There is... Um, I have one of these in my house. There's the exclusive leader that can get in front. You give them 20 minutes to prep. Mm-hmm. They can get in front of any group of their peers and present yep. something. Yep. Right. That's but right. That's, those are far and few between. Yep. And I certainly didn't have anything to do that with my 17 year old. That is, that is just who he's grown up to be. Yep. So the idea of meeting them where they are is a big deal to me. And I, I liked it. I do too. I do too. The other comment that I liked was Mike Roberts. When he called me after the, the meeting, he said, I know Tim. And I know Emory. Who are the rest of those guys? <laughs> because we have so many new people coming in with the growth. Obviously, the TN1 guys are there. Yep. Um, never been to a meeting before because they've all been hired since the last one. Well, Haley, obviously, has is, is, uh, been a long time in there. But, yep. you know, Aaron and, and David in there. So it's just been good. And I heard uh, rumblings about that 
from the other ones as well. You know, uh, Jody coming up for the first time, first meeting. He's been a part of a bigger picture yep. from Birmingham. Huge. Um, I'm really excited for our fall conference. Shameless plug, October 23, 24, 25, 26. I was thinking the exact same thing. Um, where it's not just four meetings, but it's everybody together at the same time who is willing to come. The directors, the coordinators, club coaches, uh, faculty sponsors who can get away. Board members, we're gonna have a board member event. There's over 100 local board members around the country and nobody knows uh, board members outside of their organization generally. So it's to come in- that, I got 10 here. I, well, I know, it's I'm just trying to be that. conservative and okay. around. But right. yeah, there, there are more, cause yeah, there's 22. So there's probably 220 ish or ish, you know, yeah. 150 to 220, somewhere in there. Um, and so yeah, getting those board members to come in Sunday doing a top golf golf we haven't planned it specifically yet, but the social event where you can all hang out together and then being a part of our board meeting Monday morning. First Party of America is going to have a board meeting on Monday and we are inviting your board members to be a part of that. So invite those uh, gentlemen and ladies in and uh, it should be a good thing and then the conference starts on Monday night all the way through Wednesday noon. So give those dates again and where October is it? 23, 24, 25, I believe. Okay, ish. Uh, that Sunday through Wednesday. Okay. Fort Worth, Texas. We're going to be down at the Spring Hill Suites right off the stockyards. And so cool. it'll be a good time. You will have the option to buy a cowboy hat and cowboy boots while you're there, but you don't have to. I'm looking forward to the podcast while we're down there with you having a cowboy hat on. So not a chance in heaven, but thank you. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about some of the other outcomes from the spring meetings. Yes. So go ahead. I'm, I apologize. I'm just yeah. setting you up. We walked through the outcome-based evaluation. So if you've been a part of First Priority for a while, if you're on YouTube watching this, uh, you can see Steve holding up one of the outcomes. I don't know who wrote this one up, but I grabbed one. It's Alabama's. Debbie DeBoer filled this one out. And so, yeah, how many middle and high school students became followers of Christ through your First Priority Club this year? And having a really good conversation about that and evaluating that. So if you were not a part of a spring meeting, um, I would encourage you to take a moment and look at that. On a scale of one to 10, how did your club do this year? How did the, the network that you are in charge of do this year? Um, it was different. We'll just say that. We, we all feel like we're post-COVID. Uh, we don't know if there's going to be another thing coming, but we do acknowledge the fact that this school year did not start at 100%. No. And then we also took, in many places, January and February off. There was a six to eight week gap post-Christmas where the COVID, the Omicron variant shut yeah. um, extra stuff down. Schools just tried to hang on. And so your numbers were probably down this year. The number of students, we didn't run as many invite weeks. So... Your numbers were probably down, but how did you do when you did it? And then, yeah, looking at how how can that change this fall? It's a good question to ask. Yeah, and like I said, it, it caused a lot of conversations I don't think I expected. Okay. Uh, in our spring meeting in Decatur, mm -hmm. which was good, and there are no specifics around that. It was just there were multiple times I was like, oh, how did we get here? Yep. That's good that we got here. It's just that's not the question at hand. Sparks conversation. So it did. It was excellent. Mm-hmm. And when you have somebody like Debbie who's been doing first priority for a long time, Longer 25 plus years. Can well, I say, well, should I say that? You should I not in trouble? say that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trouble. You just got in trouble. Okay. Sorry, Debbie. Um, yeah, I would avoid her at the fall conference. No, I'm not scared of her. She'll just <laughs> squeeze. I'm not scared. Um, but yeah, it, it sparks conversation. Iron sharpens iron. We get the, the new people asking questions and Debbie sharing her wisdom and experience and, yeah. and Larry and Phil and yeah. So it, it was really good. We also uh, talked about the number of student leaders that were trained. 
the school year. And again, the, it was different this year in the fact that normally we train 2,600 students in August and those clubs launch. And then we have a small trickle of students getting trained the rest of the year. This year, yeah. I think we had 1,100 trained in August and we still hit 2,300 students trained by May. We had another 50 plus students that got trained in April. April, yeah. And it's, it's just different because we continually launched clubs again. And yeah, so, well, and that's that was the next outcome-based uh, metric is how many clubs did you have? So pre-COVID, we were 866. Post-COVID, right now, we were at 700, 695, somewhere. In there. I'm not sure exactly where we're landing with our year-end numbers. Yep. But yeah, we had two more clubs launched the last month of the year. In April. In April. And so we're not quite back. And we know that the 700 clubs that are that ran in April are not the exact same schools that ran. There are new schools that have never had first priority in them before that ran this year. And there's still a lot of clubs or a lot of schools that had first priority pre-COVID that do not have first well, priority Nashville's a great, now. you know, you talk about national, Nashville's a yeah. great testament to that, right? Yep. We, we knew who we were beforehand and it was yep. very easy to identify. Yep. We're, it is not easy to identify. And I would say in the fall, we're going to be just round percentages. Yep. We're going to be back in about 50% of the schools that we were in before. Okay. But then we're going to have another, you know, 50% that is either relaunched from a few years ago mm -hmm. or has never had first party before in my tenure here. Yep. Which is super weird. Yeah. Because that means there's that other 50% kind of hanging out there that That's has right. said nothing yet. Wilson County is an example for me, right? It's a brand new system up there. Who knows whether or not I get back in those six clubs. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. But it's got a brand new front door that you have to go through and... Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, is that from the tornadoes? Tornadoes, COVID, and then a group just rose up in the midst of that and said, "We want to be the ministry front door for Wilson County." No. Oh. And Wilson County School said yes. No. Oh. So. Okay. Yeah, just watching it. Interesting. But yeah, there's just there's all these weird mm -hmm. walking through new doors. That's right. That's right. Proverbial new doors. I was thinking physical, and that's where I asked the tornado question. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Now all of those buildings should be done by the fall. Okay. Finally. Finally. We have, wow. We have, those who are watching, Nashville had a number of tornadoes a year and a half ago now. The same week as COVID. Shoo. Um, and well, actually, we've had two sets then. We've had the we've had the ones that were the COVID, but we've also had the ones that were not as long. Okay. They were like That's two right. months after that. That's right. And so yep. anyway, the tornadoes yep. took out two of our schools, and yep. so they've been sharing schools. Yep. That's, both high school and middle school has been sharing. Yep. So to pivot back, pivot. one of the things that is going to change this fall in the reporting that Christina and I are going to be asking for from the office is how many invite or engage weeks are you running? So that way we kind of know, or that we do know yeah. that, hey, I'm gonna just use round numbers again. We launched 10 schools in August and they ran for seven months this school year. And, I, and again, I would, so that's 70. Yep. There's 70 invite weeks. If they stick to the plan, it doesn't matter if you're on Epic or Hope or whatever, yep. they have 70. So, But if you launch five more clubs in January and they do January, February, March, April, that's another 20. Correct. So you have 90 invite weeks and, and 90 gospel presentations that happened in your network. And so we want to start tracking that because, because of what we've been seeing that 
you know, it's not just flat. We don't feel like normal is, there's not going to be a normal anymore. So we want to know more things so that we can see how those affect what we do. And even as far as that goes, one of the conversations that we've had this spring meeting is how can we maximize the number of invite weeks that we do have? Mm -hmm. So can you be intentional with your club cycle planning? So again, depending on your role and your situation, if you lead one club, you know, look at your school's calendar. There you go. And say, okay, when's fall break? How long of Thanksgiving break do we have? You know, some schools meet on Monday and Tuesday of Thanksgiving. So you could do a club Tuesday at lunch. That some schools take the whole week off. Williamson County takes the whole week off. Yep. So you miss that week. Take your school calendar, maximize the number of invite weeks that you can have. Make sure, and, and again, the to me, the Christmas, the December cycle, it's short. You don't have four weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You got two if you're lucky. Do two and do an invite week. Have a Christmas party. Yep. Make that the plan for every one of your clubs. If Again, if you're one club or if you're all, you know, if you have 10 clubs under your network, make sure if they, they run to prepare for invite week and do an invite week. Mm -hmm. And have a Christmas party and eat spaghetti with maple syrup and Skittles and do an elf thing or whatever and share the gospel. Well, it goes back to our distinctives, right? Mm -hmm. One of our distinctives is after we're student led yep. that we are gospel focused. That's right. So don't throw a party without presenting the, the opportunity to student to Correct. share the gospel. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, the, the learning comes from four years ago yeah. and we asked Kristen Fred to test Epic. Yeah. Right. To do a pilot. Yeah. Cause they came hot and heavy with, Epic, and then they said, "Wait, we'd like to test in one county of four schools." Uh -huh. Sweet, that's a great place to be. Mm -hmm. And they went to three-week cycles. Yep. And what they learned was they had exhausted their crew, and they really needed to have a good rhythm. So the rhythm of four weeks is right, unless you have a weird moment like what you're talking about, Correct. right? Yep. Otherwise, that four-week thing seems to be the most healthy way to do first yep. priority. Whether again, whether it's Hope, Epic, Acts, Fish, whatever it is that you're doing, we're yep. sticking with Hope and Epic, obviously, yep. but. Whatever you're doing, that four-week cycle is, again, one of our distinctives, right? It's yeah. one of the things that we do. We give students the opportunity to partake in each part of what we think makes a whole person through right. the ministry cycle. That's right. That's right. Ministry plan. Ministry, ministry plan. plan. Yeah. So look at when school starts. Don't wait. Get the training underway, however you want to do training. If it's a group, if it's a, I would recommend doing a four-week. A lot of our conversation at spring meeting, people are just taking the first four weeks of the club and train. So you could have a 45 minute training meeting, but then call the first month training yep. and get them into there. Because even that invite week during training, they could invite, but the goal still is to invite people to it. And whenever you have an invitation with lost people in the room, yep. there's a chance God's gonna move in their hearts yep. and change lives. And so maximize that opportunity. Um, the other side of that, I will say, is don't take resources for granted. Hmm. So we often train on Epic and we say, hey, here's a printout of a, you know, some pieces of paper or here's the app. But a lot of people don't know unless you tell them that we do have response cards or connection cards or whatever you mm -hmm. call those things. They don't know that there are first party Bibles or T-shirts or we have a lot of students that come back to us and say, oh, there's first party of America. I thought this was just a thing in my school. Don't let them just think this is a thing in their school. Make sure they know there are Bibles they can hand out 
to people who accept Jesus. Make sure they know there is a follow-up plan. Again, that was another long conversation at Bean Station. We talk about training on Hope and Epic, but we should probably train on follow-up first. Hmm. Because follow-up does fall by the wayside, and I took respons- I take responsibility for that to say, before I train you on Hope and Epic, before we talk about Hope and Epic on this podcast, what's coming down, we need to talk about the follow-up. So we're adding a podcast to our rotation. We'll record that one next week Good. and talk about the follow-up process okay. that we've got there. Because there's some incredible resources on our page. But don't take that. Look at firstparty.club slash shop, I believe it is, or get on our store. Look at a club kit. Make sure you're aware of what resources are out there for the clubs. Obviously the Hope Guide, Epic Guide is there. Those resources are there, but make sure you know and your students know and your faculty sponsor knows that there are things for them to use to help make your club more effective. Which causes me a pause because I'm supposed to be the expert, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not the expert on the areas that you just talked about. I can, yep. I can get us there quick. Uh-huh. I can get somebody else there quick through Dropbox or through the website, but yep. to say that I'm an expert, that causes me as a director to say some of my summertime hours are going to be studying that to make sure that I'm fully aware of all the resources that are in front of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Well, and to not take it for granted. It's one of the things, uh, emailing Mark Robbins the other day, um, because again, a lot of people, several of our veteran directors, are like, oh, I hadn't heard about this before. I'm like, you've been living under a rock? Yeah, well, yeah, you just admitted that, right? You're like, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure that I remember all the things. And some of it is just time. You, you don't think about it, you don't talk about it, and you forget about it. And that's just normal humanity. That's just... We're just, we're just good at what we do. Correct. That does not mean that we're studied with the new and we need to be. Yep, yep, that's right. I didn't mean to make that a limerick, but I sure did. <laughs> Go back and listen to that again. Hit that 15-second yep. rewind exactly. and, and listen to that again. Yep. So... Um, all in all, these are just good conversations. Let's stick to the fundamentals using a sporting analogy. Um, if you want to be really good at basketball, make sure you know how to dribble. You know, you want to be good at first priority, make sure you know what the resources out there. Make sure you know how to share the gospel. Make sure you know how to share your testimony. Make sure your testimony is coming out of your mouth. And so that then the students start sharing their testimony because, yeah, we want to take the hope of Christ to every student. We don't want to lead another meeting. So let's, uh, let's make sure that we stay focused and uh, evaluate well and stay moving off towards the goals that we have. And that's really to take the hope of Christ to every student in your school. That's and good. how can we do that? So I do have one question that I think was a good setup for us to close. So we've okay. come out of these meetings. Okay. We've got a number of outcomes that we've given ourselves. Mm-hmm. I did too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. For us as directors, okay. for those who are local coordinators, Okay. And even for those who are leading a local charter as just a campus coach, right? Yeah. And forgive me for the just day, that's not right, but they've got a single campus, mm-hmm. right? What is the best contact to the national office for them? Is there should they go to the info page on firstparty.club? Should they email you directly and let you disperse? Like who is that person at the national office that really needs to distribute to this ever growing national staff for resource help? There is another podcast that we can have. We can bring okay. Janice in and Christina and okay. Maggie, our new uh, resource and event coordinator, and uh, just have them introduce themselves. We're, we're a small team. So if you email any one of us, um, we'll get it too, because we're, we're there's five or six of us out there. I've left Mark and Warren out. They're not I was in just going to say, today, I, think but, that's, I think that's um, the thing is right here, right now, you probably mm-hmm. want it to go to Brad at FP of America. Brad at FP of America. Okay, and you'll distribute. And I can distribute okay. 
uh, questions. I've, I've joked with Janice. We're going to start giving everybody middle names. Janice Money Blanchett, because any money questions goes through. There you go. She's the bookkeeper. Okay. Um, Christina's, you know, the data, the contacts, the email marketing, communications. Um, I'm the operations guy. Maggie, like I said, is inventory and uh, uh, events now. Nice. So she's going to be helping with the fall conference and the spring meetings and our right. fundraising stuff. So, okay. yeah, we should, get them all, we should get them all on a podcast and they're going to be super excited about that. All right. I'm going to let, let you do those interviews. That's my one takeaway from the um, spring meetings. What about yours? What was your one takeaway? I shared all my takeaways already. Okay. Um, right. Yeah. Let's keep keep going. Keep focused. Um, we are on a good path. God is building this thing. Um, it is growing. Super exciting. Um, it's super exciting to add more people to the team. Um, we're hopefully by the time this airs, hiring staff and have it hired staff in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And we continue to move forward. Justin will have moved up to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Yep. Um, and so the things keep moving. So we, we're no longer working hard. I said this to one of my, my donors the other day. Um, we are working as hard as we've ever worked, but we're not working to maintain anymore. We are working hard to grow because yep. the growth is there and it is happening. So we are adding staff and we're adding things and we're working as hard as we've ever worked. It's not any easier. It's, it's different and it's good. And That's I'm correct. super excited about where we're going and what's happening. So well, then let me close with this. I would just say to those of you who didn't get to go to a spring meeting, you do have opportunities because of just geographics with the way mm -hmm. First Party is laid out across yep. the country. If you need to get somewhere this summer to come and just be around some people, then yep. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll gladly invite you during the week to Nashville because summertime is the time yep. that we can do that. Yep. I, Without a shadow of a doubt, I know that Larry would say the same down in Decatur. Yep. So there's a few of us that have opportunity during the summer that if you need, I, again, I know Chris and Fred would also say the same down in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. JD would say the same in, in uh, South Mississippi. So yep. if you did not get around folks and yep. October is too long, mm -hmm. then versus Brad at FP America, go ahead and hit me, Steve at FPofamerica.com and let me help you coordinate that with some of our folks that are tenured yep. and get to one of our communities and spend an overnight there and just get in with some people that you can talk about what you're doing. Again, whether you're a campus coach, whether you lead 10 schools, or whether you're a city director, um, the relationship side to me is so important that don't wait till October. Correct. Unless you have to. Well, in which case, then get signed up for October. When let, is it? Let me throw this out there as well. I believe this podcast is coming out on Monday, June 5-ish, if that okay. is a or 6. Okay. And so June 13 and 14, if you're listening to it the first week, we will have a training indicator. There's already 17 people signed up and growing. So feel free to join us at that. If you miss June 13 and 14 indicator, um, then we'll put another one of those on the calendar as well. But that will be an opportunity to be in a room with almost 20 people or 20 people or more and rub shoulders, talk first priority, and be a part of it. the training itself is free. You just have to pay for your trip down there and your hotel room. So uh, firstparty.club slash events is the place to go for that. Great. Well, thank you for all you're doing. Those of you who are out there like me that need to fill out the email for Christina that you got yesterday, just a reminder to do that as well. That's right. That's right. Thanks for that plug also. Yeah, you're welcome. A lot of nuggets today. It's good. Very good. Thanks, Steve, for uh, the good conversation. Thank you, Brad. And everyone who's listening, thanks for uh, sharing this with your fellow First Priority leadership and for talking about Jesus in the school. Uh, we're, we're on a good path. So thanks for listening, being a part of First Priority. And until next week, we'll talk to you later. See you, everybody.